This episode is brought to you by Bespin Carbon Freezing, the best place to get encased in carbonite today. You'll be quite well protected, if you survive the freezing process, that is. Soon the voice of the rebellion podcast will be crushed. A young Skywalker will be one of us. Your work here is finished, my friend. Go out to the iTunes and await my downloads. Hello, and welcome to the seventh episode of Voice of the Rebellion. I'm Gabe. And I'm Mark. And I need help, Mark. Yes, what do you need help with? So, uh, we are making the baby's room. Yeah. Because we're about to have our first child. Yes. Baby Leia Ray Brunings? <laughs> no. Baby Mamathma Brunings? But we, we were actually legitimately trying to work Ray into her name. Yeah. And uh, well it, just, it just didn't work out. Yeah. Um. But, uh, my wife asked me, what Star Wars quote do you want up on the wall in the baby's room? Ooh. Yeah. Hmm. Many Bothans died to bring us this baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, a little dreary. Um, yeah. Now, there's that quote from Yoda where he's like, always wonderful is the mind of a child or something like oh, that. Oh, that's really good. But I think it's a little too on the nose. I don't yeah. know. It might be a little too obvious. Well, I'm assuming she's got a Harry Potter quote in there? Yeah. What is the quote? um, I don't think she picked it yet. Oh, okay. So, Um, yeah, she's doing a Harry Potter one and a Star Wars one side by side. mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So, basically, Star Wars and then what rips off Star Wars right next to it. Yeah. 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 Um, Let's see. Um, I mean, there's lots of different, like, Yoda quotes that you could do. Um, uh, Hmm. Uh, I mean, my gut says I should probably go with I'm a Jedi like my father before me. That's that's really good. Because not only is that said by my favorite character, yeah. but it actually makes sense. Like, yeah. her dad's the one who's in Star and, Wars. And I'm guessing that she doesn't want something jokey. Yeah. So what I, I, I probably shouldn't put Poodoo on there. Yeah. Like, <laughs> just quotes Poodoo. <laughs> what's, what's the baby's name going to be? Uh, it's going to be announced it yet. Uh, oh, it's fine. It's, it's yeah. uh, Eleanor, but we're calling her Nora. Okay. You'd be like, I'm Nora, and I'm a person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think the quote will be recorded, though. So you won't, yeah. get, that, you won't get that rich just, that rich boy Anakin tone. That rich Jake yeah. Lloyd. Unless I can have like, Jake Lloyd record it for me. And yeah, and anytime anybody like, walks in yeah, to the room that yeah. plays. <laughs> Yeah, I think probably the uh, I'm a Jedi like my father before me. Because yeah. that like ties into like family and stuff like that. Yeah. And, um, you know, lineage and everything. So, I mean, yeah, I can't think of anything else that would actually work that isn't something really, really funny. Yeah. Or just too obvious. Like, or, yeah. Or something, you know, just generic. Yeah. Like, may the force be with you. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. You could have... Are you an angel? <laughs> Gosh. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think that's the <laughs> This right. deal is getting worse all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm altering the deal, but I don't alter it any further. <laughs> no disintegrations. <laughs> Gosh. Oh. Hmm. And you could do what a wonderful smell you've discovered. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> Do that right over the changing table. Yeah. Oh, gosh. <laughs> uh, yeah. 
Yeah, I'm sure it was a lot more better hilarious, but... Yeah, no, that'll work. All right, that'll do, pig. Yeah. That'll do. All right, let's get on to the news. Let's do it. So there was the big 40th anniversary announcement on Good Morning America. Yeah, it was which exciting. was like was like so like hyped up for no reason. Like, yeah, I kind of suspected what it was going to be when the announcement video said you're going to want to be part of this force. And yeah. I was like, that's not going to be like a trailer or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I told Bridget, I said that's going to be a, a charity thing. Yeah, and it turns out it was. Yeah. So they've got a big thing where you basically um, contribute money. The money goes to charity, um, but I think you get like a hundred tickets for ten dollars, and then that increases from there. You can get, and then you get different awards based on like the level. Like if you donate fifty dollars, you get a BB-8 Iron-On patch. If you donate five thousand dollars, then you get a private screening of one of the Star Wars films in your hometown set up. Like, so it's, you know, here's some pretty good stuff. Yeah. But from what I've seen with all of these different, a bunch of different movies do this, this Omaze charity thing, Mm -hmm. it's basically always some rich guy who donates a bunch of money. And then wins it all. And then wins it. Because, you know, because each, each dollar you'd contribute. Now, we're not saying don't contribute. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. In fact, Uh, I'm thinking I'm probably going to drop down $10. Because, yeah. Yeah. Obviously, it's a good cause. Yeah. It's a good cause and there's always a chance. Yeah. So the three different things you can get, you can get a trip to Skywalker Ranch, a uh, visit to uh, the Han Solo set um, with possibility of a walk-on role, and you can go to the premiere of The Last Jedi, like red carpet yeah. with the cast. So I don't want to donate because it would be a punishment for me to have to visit the Han Solo set. Yeah. Because I don't like Han Solo. But maybe you could say that you refuse to meet the actor. Yeah. But you still want to see it. And it's the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. But then again, they, 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 they could also be entirely done with all their Millennium Falcon scenes. Yeah. Case, like, yeah. Like, 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 they're shooting now, so... <laughs> they're going to, like, fly you out to the middle of the desert and be like, you can hang out in the yeah. blistering heat for a few days. Great. Um, um, and then one person gets to win all three of those. Yeah. Um, which one would you want? Would you want the Hot Solo one the most? Mm, or... I, I think I would actually want the trip to Skywalker Ranch. Me too. I think that's my favorite. Because... It's still, like... It's so iconic, and part of the visit to Skywalker Ranch gives you, um, you get a tour of their special archives that are normally completely shut off, but it has, like, everything Star Wars that they've ever... um, I I picture, like, George Lucas giving you a tour, like, in his robe. Yeah. And he's like, and here's by this. And then he, like, he passes by something, and it's The Force Awakens, he's like, there's that garbage. There's that garbage thing. (laughs) (laughs) Although, apparently, he liked Rogue One. Which yeah, he did like Rogue One. So why didn't he like Force Awakens? Because he had given them a script for Episode Seven, and they oh, completely and just, they completely ditched he's it. Just fired about it. Yeah, okay. exactly. They completely ignored everything that he yeah. had, and he probably didn't like the very first line of the movie. <laughs> which is we will. This will begin to make things yeah. right. <laughs> yeah, I bet he like he got a special screening to it, and then like that's the first thing he sees. Like I'm out. Yeah, I'm done. Yeah. I'm sure that Luke Skywalker played a big role yeah. in the entire thing in the very first text. Is like, Luke Skywalker's missing. And he was like, really? <laughs> Come on. Just yeah, completely dude. ignoring everything I did? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that's what I would I would want the yeah. Skywalker Ranch, which apparently they're doing this week. So you want to get in early if you want that, yeah. Skywalker, that sweet, sweet Skywalker Ranch yeah. tour. So one thing that didn't make sense about what Lucas said about Force Awakens was he was like, apparently they just care about cool ships and stuff. 
And yeah, it's like, they, what? They just want to give the fans what the fans like, want. What are you talking about? Like, yeah. you're the one who made all these crazy fancy ships for the prequels. Yeah. And like, and like, I actually thought the ships in Force Awakens were like really low key and kind of boring, honestly. Yeah, especially because like, they were like, hey, you guys like TIE Fighters? Here's something that looks almost completely identical yeah, to TIE right? Fighters. Just like, whack. Like, it was like, it was just the same stuff in, in yeah. the original trilogy. Like, with, Yeah, if they wanted <laughs> to do like cool ships, they could have gone like really off the walls and been like, yeah. hey, it's been 30 years, so, let's do something different. I think George Lucas is just projecting what he yeah. finds actually what he doesn't like about his own movies. Exactly, yeah. Uh, okay, uh, so speaking of 40th anniversary, there are some special 40th anniversary toys coming out. Yeah. Um, it's the original line that they released for the A New Hope. Oh, the very, wow. The very first one. The really garbage figures. Um, that... So, well, I mean, the, the figures are redone. Oh, I know, yeah. But it's the same characters. Oh, okay. So it's... Um, are, the, are those the ones with the iconic scenes, like, that they're standing in? Um, yeah, so like, uh, well, sort of. So there's, um, there's a set of... Uh, like there's an assortment of figures coming out um, that are just like six inch figures, and then there's also a um, like a box set that has like Vader and then like all the scenes behind him. Yeah. And so if you get all the figures, you can put them all up in the box set. Yeah. So they're all in a scene. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so they don't come like with their individual scenes, I don't think. But uh, well, I think there's a set that they're going to be coming out with that are they're not like movable figures at all. They're sort of more like statues. And they have like Obi Wan and Darth yeah, Vader, yeah. in, like, and you can see the Millennium Falcon in the hangar bay behind them, and they're like, and that's what I want to pick up. I want to pick okay, up a few yeah, of those yeah. because that that's like sets up different scenes from the original. They aren't doing anything other than a New Hope, specifically because it's the 40th anniversary right, of a New so, Hope. Yeah, so they're not. So I, yeah, I'm sure for the 50th it'll be like a celebration of like everything because that's more exactly. Important. Yeah, but for now, yeah, the the focus is a New Hope, and it's the. Um, it's the Black Series figures, so I don't know if anyone's familiar with these, but the Black Series are, like, the ones that are highly collectible. Yeah. So there could actually be legitimate value. Like, if it comes in an assortment of, like, like two Obi-Wans, two Lukes, two Hans, and, like, one Leia, then yeah. the Leia one will be, like, worth, worth a lot of money. Yeah. And people will be, like, eBaying off for a ton. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I know that my my shop is uh, will be getting them in probably just the next couple weeks here. So I'm really excited for that. Text me when those come in. Yeah. So I want to see them. All right. Yeah, they're cool. Okay. Um, other news. Uh, it's been revealed by Todd Fisher that they are going to be using stock footage of Carrie Fisher from uh, Force Awakens and uh, Last Jedi yeah. to insert into her into Episode Nine. Yeah, and I think they. He said that they had given the rights for them to do that. I think the way that um, and Todd Fisher is her brother. I think the way that they had gotten that. Well, like the the legal trouble they were having was mm-hmm. that she had signed on for three films, but you get paid as you make each film, and yeah. so she filmed all the stuff for Episode Eight and hadn't filmed the stuff for Episode Nine, so they couldn't like just willy nilly grab footage from Episode Eight, and so it was basically them going to the to Todd Fisher and um, and uh, Billy Lord, who's her yeah. daughter, and saying, "Is it okay?" And then going, "Yeah, absolutely, right." And they were saying that they weren't planning on doing CGI for her. Yeah. Though I can, if, I think if they need to, they probably will well, do a little bit. They'll probably like, have to to make the scenes fit in to whatever they're doing. There were some rumors that I had seen that basically Kylo Ren's redemption was supposed to happen at the end of Episode Eight with Carrie Fisher. Like that's the. And this was all rumors, so I'm not like spoiling. Yeah, it. and then um, what they're going to maybe it. they maybe they could shift that to the yeah 
to episode nine or Maybe. something. Maybe. I mean, it may not flow well if, if you know, if like, if like episode eight ended beautifully with that, they may not yeah. remove it. You yeah, know? exactly. Um, so yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know how they're just going to insert footage from a separate scene. Yeah. Like, cause the dialogue won't feel natural. And yeah. Unless they can, unless they can do like they have done in the past with other movies where you'll have the character's face shown and they'll start to say a line that will be from something else entirely. And then you cut and show other people. And so you're seeing like from their back basically and the people's yeah. reactions and they finish off the line yeah. and they get some Carrie Fisher impersonator. I just hope that like when you're watching episode nine, you're not like taken out of the experience and thinking like, Oh, this is that stock footage they're using. Like yeah. I want to be immersed in star Wars. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm a little worried that that's going to be going through my head. Yeah. But I think, I mean, we're looking, that's four years, three years from now. Yeah. So I think by then it'll be less, Yeah. I mean, it'll get brought back up in the news again and stuff, yeah. But, I, yeah. but I think it'll be a lot less impactful. But yeah. if, if Gary Fisher doesn't have a big cameo, I'm going to be disappointed. That's your dog. Oh. Your dog was Gary Fisher. Right. And she always brought him on set. Brought him everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Like they need to put it, like put a little <laughs> costume on him and have him be some sort well, of alien. Yeah. I was going to say like, do dogs exist in the Star Wars universe? No, I don't think so. Give him like a, uh, yeah. give him like a set of googly eyes and yeah. a little antenna and have him like go Look, it's a dog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Completely different. Um, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I guess we'll see. Yeah. Um, we also have the draft of episode nine is complete. Yes. That means nothing. That means nothing to us, but... Because it's the very first draft. Yeah. And those, I mean, episode seven went through, like, thousands of drafts, and then they scrapped the entire thing and started over. Yeah, well, I mean, that's different for the first one. Exactly. And they've got... They they know which direct what the direction the story is heading in. They know how it's going to end. Yeah. In general. Yeah. So Um, it's just filling in the... Exactly. Do we know who it is that wrote this this script? Uh, was I it Kasdan again? Yeah, because Lawrence Kasdan, who did epi- he did Empire Strikes Back, he did Episode Seven. It was no, him. No, no, no. The guy who because who wrote because the person who wrote Last Jedi, I think, is the person who wrote Jurassic World. And oh, I think, I think he was coming back to do Episode Nine too. Colin so like, Trevorrow is directing Episode Nine. Mm, he's, he's maybe I'm the getting director of. of Jurassic World. Um, I might be in my, my but I'm, I'm hoping that they have they have Lawrence Kasdan because he's he wrote the best dialogue for the original trilogy. The yeah. dialogue in episode in episode five was yeah brilliant, and they brought I it back know. for episode seven. Every time an Ewok says "nub nub," a tear comes to my eye. Yeah, well, you've got leaky ducks, so <laughs> <laughs> and a leaky heart. Yeah, so I'm 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 looking forward to seeing what they have planned after episode nine. Like, are we going to look, be looking at another trilogy? Gosh, probably not for a while. I think they might just fill in some anthology films for a while. And then, yeah, but that's going to be like, maybe 10 years down the line. Cause they have to keep it exciting, you know? Yeah. And you can't just keep it exciting. You just keep doing trilogies over and over and over. So again. that's going to be, but that's been 10 years yeah. of, of anthology films. Well, I don't think they're going to do the, 10 anthology films. Well, the problem, and one of the problems is with these actors who are the, the, the new trio. Yeah. 10 years from now, they're not going to look that much different than they do. Right. Now. Especially because as Hollywood actors, they always, they maintain their looks yeah. for a real long well, time. Well, maybe episode nine will, or maybe they'll jump forward in time like, yeah. by a lot and not use them at all. That's I mean, true too. I yeah. mean, who says they have to use them? Maybe they'll do another prequel trilogy. Like going back. Oh, they could do like Old Republic. Yeah. 
and then make it as like flashy as as the prequel. Hell, go back, go back and do the Jedi versus Sith war a thousand years ago. Yeah, was that the one that had Darth Bane in it? Yeah, that yeah. was that was the origins of Darth Bane. You could do an entire Star Wars you trilogy could. that took place all the way back then, and then just randomly, one of the kids you don't. You don't like say what their name is, and then at the end they're like, "What's your name?" And he says his name, and then he says, then he says his last. He's like, "My name's Dave, Dave Skywalker." And you're like, <laughs> "Boom! It's tied into the whole Star Wars yeah. trilogy again." Because they would do something like that, oh, and then his buddy would be Fett. <laughs> like, God, <laughs> this goes back generations and generations. Yeah. There always has to be a Fett, yeah. always has to be a Skywalker. And then there's like Al Solo. He's yeah, just like you guys. Yeah. They're, they're of course, be an Antilles. Yeah. Um, but so. Chewbacca would be the same. Yeah, Chewbacca would absolutely be in there. Because <laughs> he, <just, laughs> he survives yeah. all the time, apparently. Yeah. And R2-D2 and C-3PO. Yeah, they'd have to be there. Yeah, yeah. C-3PO is just, like, and you'd have to watch clock at that point. Well, you'd have to watch the origin of C-3PO being destroyed so that he could be found in a scrap heap by Anakin. Yeah, ooh, that's what I want. Yeah. A prequel origin film for C-3PO. Yeah. Scrap edition. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I think, well, eventually Disney will get that desperate because yeah. they'll run out of... <laughs> they'll run out of stuff and be like, okay, we've got to do something so, about this. set your clocks, 50 years, yep. set your B.O. movie. I can't wait. Really, and Anthony yeah. Daniels will still be alive. Yeah. Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right. Last piece of news we've got. Uh, last Jedi trailer is probably only a few days away from yes. when we are podcasting this. So, well, I'm going to try to get this thing uploaded so that... You guys won't have seen the trailer without us. Yeah. Um, Don't watch it unless you've unless you've heard us. Yeah. Of course, they wouldn't know unless they heard that. Eh. Mm. Tell your friends not to listen to us until before they've seen the tell the I, tell them to, to listen to this first. Yes. Um, we're gonna be um, in our next episode. We'll discuss the trailer yeah. unless for some we'll bizarre spend the whole episode. Yeah, that. probably yeah. unless for some bizarre and twisted reason. There's not a trailer at Celebration. That would, but that would be twisted. It would be weird. That would, because at this point, like in January, they had yeah. released Force Awakens trailer. And you had yeah. a whole year until the movie. Yeah. And besides the fact that they've, they've gotten really, really far ahead on these movies. Like you used to look at these movies and they would be like, oh, they just finished filming. In, in six months, the movie comes out. Yeah. They finished filming yeah. The Last Jedi. It's been a while. They finished filming The Last Jedi, like, last summer. Yeah. They, like... like, They're just sitting on it, and (coughs) I just wonder why they're waiting so long. Yeah. Well, I think think they wanted to wait for the... For the trailer for celebrations, yeah, but you could have so like a have teaser. In, you could have a teaser in January and then a different teaser at celebration. Yeah, I think they just wanted to make sure to get it all done. The yeah. good thing is, is that um, they can by them taking so long that allows them to really get them all the model work really good. Yeah, and um, I'm hoping that they reutilize in the Last Jedi that whole framework. I don't know if you saw it for Rogue One. Where instead of putting the pilots in front of a green screen and having them react, they actually have them in front of this big, huge, gigantic, like, IMAX screen, and they have their whole cockpit, like, moving and stuff like that. Hmm. Well, I'll make sure to put up a link on our Facebook page, but yeah. and I'll show you later, but well, hopefully they use, utilize something like that. But hopefully we'll be seeing that trailer soon. Um, yeah. Hopefully within the next couple days. Place your bets now. Yeah. Um, right now... The Thor Ragnarok trailer is the most watched trailer of anything from Disney and Marvel. Really? Now, I don't. I don't. It says specifically said Disney and Marvel. Yeah. So, but still, like, 
more than Avengers trailers? I mean, yes. why is Thor... Because it was such a good trailer. Yeah, I mean, it is, but... And so even people who hadn't ever seen any of the Marvel films, people yeah. were like, you need to watch this. Um, yeah. So, you know... I'm, I'm sure this will be the most watched. This, yeah. yeah. It's, I, I think... anything ever. Yeah. I mean... Because wasn't, like, the Force Awakens trailer that? Didn't it, it was, the yeah. For the most watched... It was. Yeah. And most watched movie. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah. I'm hoping Luke Skywalker, Green Lightsaber, that's all I need to see. Unless he's like, he's I got rid of that thing a long time yeah, ago. Like, mm. It's at the bottom of the ocean. Yeah. Oh, so I don't do anything. I just sit on this rock. Yeah. <laughs> no! I, I, want the, I want the beginning of... You know, we'll talk about what I wanted in The Last Jedi yeah. in our main topic. Right. Speaking of... <laughs> what's our main topic? So our main topic today, um, so in anticipation of The Last Jedi trailer, uh, we're just going to revisit uh, Force Awakens and yeah. kind of talk about it. Because actually, I don't think we've actually really talked about Force Awakens a lot. Not in depth. Podcasts, yeah. Like, and generally we've been avoiding the um, trivia cards for Force Awakens. Yeah. One, because we discovered that... We don't it, know shit. Well, <laughs> besides that, any of the cards that talk about Force Awakens, the entire card is Force Awakens. Yeah, so it's... So it doesn't even mix it up with the other ones. Yeah, yeah. Um, how many times have you seen Force Awakens? Uh, I would say probably five or six times. Okay. So it's I not, think it's not bad. I think I'm about the same. Yeah, it's not like you know, because it's not like when you're a kid when you could just watch it over and over again anymore. Like exactly. we have lives now. And <laughs> well, I got to the point where um, when I was in high school, um, I could take Empire Strikes Back and I could put it into my VCR. And I would play it while I was doing other stuff around yeah. my room, like cleaning it up and stuff like that. Right. And I never had to ever glance at the television. Yeah, you just knew. I knew exactly yeah. what every single shot was going on in it. Yeah, like moment. me and my childhood friend could literally like quote the entire movies back and forth to each other. Like we'd go yeah. through a whole movie just quoting it back yeah. and forth. Like I, <laughs> I had a buddy who he went and saw... Um, Fellowship of the Ring so many times in theaters that he and his friend, once they finally got to the Garland Theater, which is our dollar... Back, back in the day it was a dollar theater. Now it's like three bucks. Dollar fifty? Yeah. Oh, um, price gouging. So, so it was like the second round of theater. When it finally got to that theater, they sat behind a group of people and they would quote the lines from movie. <laughs> but they would <laughs> quote the lines so from movie. No, it got worse. They would quote the lines from movie. Like half a second before the other people, they would say the movie. <laughs> so mean, totally ruined the suspense. Yeah. Of the, uh, well, they shouldn't have waited that long exactly. to see the movie. Anyway, but still, so it's super it, obnoxious. Yeah. But they were doing it to be obnoxious. <laughs> they, they like lead forward to the person behind them in their chair, like whisper in their ear right before it happens. Oh, wizard is never late. <laughs> um, okay, but let's talk about Force Awakens. Yes, yes. not Lord Force Awakens. Yeah, um, but maybe we should do a Lord of the Rings podcast. Although there's no news with Lord of the Rings. Here's okay. This is this is kind of a, a, a tangential yeah, thing, yeah. but I was mentioning um, about this podcast to my wife the other day, mm-hmm. and I said the interesting thing is is that if we only talked about the original trilogy, yeah, on this podcast, nothing else, yeah, I would still record an entire podcast about those original films. Yeah. However, if you asked me to record a Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast, I'd be like, there's not enough there to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But they have like 20 films out. Right. And I, I think that just, that's a testament to Star Wars. Yeah. How much there how, is. How rich and 
just like spiritual it is. I mean, yeah. there's just so much going on um, yeah. philosophically and and just and and like just your regular action films. Like it's, exactly, it's yeah. just, it has everything. Yeah, and so you can discuss so many aspects mm-hmm. of it. So because it's the ultimate hero's journey, yeah. it's it's the Campbell's yeah. like hero's journey perfectly. Yeah, and, and you and you'd have a really difficult time with the Lord of the Rings podcast with the Lord of the Rings podcast because I'd want to keep talking about the Silmarillion. <laughs> And like yeah. the forging of the rings of power, and like, you're like, uh, who is Elendil? Uh, like, all right, cause, yeah, because all the names are the exact same, yeah. and that's because they're in <laughs> Elvish. Okay, right. so Force Awakens, back to that. Force Awakens. All, all right. right, get back in Star Wars mode. Yes. All right. Okay. So we're going to be talking about the Force Awakens in anticipation for the Last Jedi trailer. Sort of like our general thoughts on it. We're going to be going into like what. It favorite, means yeah, that, favorite so. scenes, favorite characters, and we'll we'll finish it off with um, what we think Last Jedi will be about based on what's in Force Awakens. Yeah. So, um, one thing I want to start off with because yeah. this really really bugs me when people talk about Force Awakens. Yeah. People who say they don't like Force Awakens because it's a copy of A New Hope. Yeah. Okay. I will grant you. There's probably a little bit too much homage going on mm-hmm. in Force Awakens to A New Hope. Yeah. But if you think that it's a copy, you don't understand what Star Wars is. Yeah. Because Star Wars is a poem. Yeah. And that's okay. what George Lucas specific. There's a video of him saying yeah. that the entire trilogy, it rhymes. Yeah. You will see the exact same shots yeah. show up. And, and if you pay attention, the exact same shots show up in linking films. So many of the shots from, from A New Hope are in episode one. Many of the shots yeah. from Empire Strikes Back are in episode two. Right. The fets first show up in the second episodes of this trilogy. Yeah. You have the, the main character showing up born on a desert world. It's, right. So, like, it totally makes sense that you would keep the rhyme scheme. Yeah. Because that's, yeah, that's part of the poem that you're, list, you're watching. I had and a friend once who said, I stopped watching Star Wars when the trailer for episode three had a character saying, I have a bad feeling about this. And I was like, okay, George Lucas is officially out of the A's because he keeps saying that. Yes, and I was like, no, that's not, yeah, that's not that's not the point. You get it. No. Like, I loved it, uh, interpreting Star Wars um, as a poem. Like, yeah. it, it, um, it, I think it adds more depth. It doesn't take away from it. Yeah, exactly. It, yeah. It, yeah. So, again, um, I'd recommend looking up Star Wars Ring Theory. Yeah. Um, we really need to do an entire episode. Uh, we could, but I worry that it would just be us reading the ring theory to people when they could just go read it for themselves. <laughs> no, because I think we could talk about like how. Yeah, I mean, we could talk about how cool we think it is, but yeah, uh, cool. All the scenes match up, yeah. but but yeah. So maybe we should cover the hero's journey meets the ring theory and like have those two different structures. And yeah, stuff like that. but okay. anyway, well, anyways. Uh, so yeah, like I, I just it's so annoying when people are like like all the new like the new Star Wars is terrible. Like it's just a copy. Like. <laughs> Clearly, you don't enjoy Star Wars enough to... Well, what it, what I think it is, is it's a reset. Because yeah. A New Hope, that's the... That was the first film made. We're on the, we're on the seventh film. Yeah. So to remind people what they loved about Star Wars, especially because they lost a right. bunch of fans with the prequels, right. yeah. them able to say, and, hey, look, we know what Star Wars is supposed to be about. Yeah. This is Star Wars. And, and it is a completely new direction. It is, yeah. It's not A New Hope. Yeah. Um, plus I will add, um, that it actually goes into the beginning of Empire too. Yeah. Because you see Ray 
pull the lightsaber from the snow. Mm-hmm. That's to mimic Luke pulling a lightsaber from the snow for the yeah. first time. Um, and then when you see Rey uh, meet Luke for the first time, she's in the same kind of gray clothing that Luke was in when he first met Yoda. So yeah. they're already yeah. halfway through Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. Which makes me even more excited because then it's like, okay, so then you'll have this kind of rhyme scheme of maybe half of Empire and Return yeah. in Last Jedi, which by the way, Last Jedi, Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Like that that's can't be coincidental. Yeah. And then and then which means the ninth film is completely new. Yeah. Which that's not to say there won't be some rhyme schemes in that yeah. too with shots, but it's like, what will the ninth film or be? Yeah. Like yeah. it's Anyways, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, uh, Force Awakens, good pull. Yeah. Uh, one, okay. one interesting thing, this is yes. this is all related. I'm not going to go off on another tangent. Are you sure? Because if you bring up Samwise Gamgee, I swear. Okay, but the Balrog Samwise and Gandalf scene is a really good, it, it, it is seen in Star Wars <laughs> between the, the duel between Darth Vader and Obi-Wan, I'm just saying. So anyway. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, you mean Mustafar? No. No, you mean a new hope? Yeah. They're At least fighting, the would have lava. No, they're fighting near a bottomless pit, and they're no. It was he actually based it on that scene with the old wise and wizard fighting against the evil monster, and they're both fighting with with glowing swords. Yeah, anyway. yeah. I want to see Gandalf be like only a master of evil, Balrog, and like slowly spit around, and then yeah, and <laughs> the Balrog stabs him and he turns into a hat. Um, so <clears throat> anyway, <laughs> um, a lot of the style for. Um, Force Awakens yeah. actually comes from Ralph McQuarrie's original artwork. And who's Ralph McQuarrie? Ralph McQuarrie was the original concept artist for the Star Wars, um, for the original Star Wars film. And actually, okay. he did the entire trilogy. But yeah. the original, a new uh, the when the when the movie was simply called Star Wars, Star Wars, yeah. the Star Wars, the Adventures of Luke Skywalker, Star Killer. Back then, um, you one of the initial concepts when they were beginning to develop the story featured a female Luke Skywalker character. That's who Rey is. Yeah. And that's, that's who Rey is. Yeah. She's a female Luke Skywalker character. BB-8 is very reminiscent of some of the early images they were using for R2-D2. The X-Wings with the way that their engines look different, yeah. that was the original look yeah. for the X-Wings. Things like that is that they grabbed all this, and a bunch of the, the monsters you see in Maz's Cantina those are based on different monsters that he was drawing up for the cantina that never ended up making it into the cantina. Um, I wonder if, because, you know, Force Awakens feels like it feels right. Yeah. You know? It feels like it fits. So, when I go on a super tangent, uh, Carl Jung's uh, uh, theory in psychology that mm-hmm. there's, like, the collective unconscious. Yeah. That, like, mm-hmm. people, that we're all, we can all connect, um, yeah. Sort of psychically, I guess. But uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, so everyone knows what that concept art was, and that's why it feels right. If you want to get all crazy, yeah. <laughs> I mean, but also the the original film was based off of Ralph McQuarrie's art, and then so is this, and so it feels Star Wars. Okay, so yeah, same, same, same source material. So yeah, same. Yeah. They were grabbing from the exact same source yeah. material. I prefer my theory better <laughs> because it's awesome. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay, big question. Yes. So where do you rank Force Awakens among the other Star Wars ones? <sighs> okay. Big sign. This is difficult. It's hard because you don't know the context of it yet. Exactly. We don't, you don't know, know the completed trilogy, so you, you can't judge it entirely. 
then there's some there's some other things too is like a new hope it's so iconic that I feel like I have to rate it, rate it higher than right. You feel obligated, but I'll, no, I'll say it for you. A New Hope is boring. It is. It's boring. My kids can't watch it. Yeah, they get bored. I can't watch it. It's a bunch of people standing around talking. Yeah. I mean, it's super quotable. Yeah. I loved it as a kid. Yeah. It, obviously, it's great. But you watch it, and they spend like ten minutes, like see their people on RTD two walking through the desert, yeah. being like, "We'll get there someday." Like, yeah. <laughs> the first action you see, besides like the initial battle. Yeah. Battle inside of the um, Tanta Four is um, them on the Death Star. Yeah, and that's ha- halfway through the. F- that's more than halfway through the film yeah. at that point. No. So, um, so my thought is, Empire Strikes Back. Mm-hmm. Force Awakens. Second. I thought Rogue One was your second favorite. Ah, that's so hard. I, I've only seen Rogue One. I saw it once in theaters. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then that halftime last That halftime, yeah. <laughs> so I need to watch it more, yeah. and I want to watch it more. Well. So I'm not, I, can't actually, I can't actually rank it anywhere currently as much yeah. as I want to rank it really, really high. So I'm currently going to go with Force Awakens as the second. Uh, it's my second, too, but obviously my first is different. Yeah. It's Return of the Jedi, then Force yeah. Awakens, then Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. Um, then probably Rogue One, and then yeah. New Hope. Yeah, I, I think uh, I think I think I would place Rogue One at number three. Yeah. Wait. Okay, that makes sense yeah. for you. So above yeah. Return for you. Above Return. Yeah. But honestly, if I'm not trolling you, I would probably then place Return of the Jedi, and then A New Hope. Above. Yeah. Okay. I'd actually at rather, least give it that. I'd rather <laughs> I'd rather watch Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Than yeah. A New Hope just because it's so much more. There's more. Go- there's way more going on. Yeah. There. I mean. Exactly. Yeah. So, so yeah, I I that's pl- my ranking. I, yeah, I place it second because of what the films were about. Yeah. So, Return of the Jedi and Force Awakens both had themes of being tempted by the light side. Yeah. Because there's that there's that great scene where Kylo Ren's talking to Darth Vader's helmet, mm-hmm. and he's like, he's going, he's in this like emotional turmoil. He's just like, yeah. I, I'm being tempted by the light. Yeah. Which I love so much because it flips the script. You know, yeah. so many narratives just have people going Tempted to the dark side. To the dark side. And not just yeah. in Star Wars. I'm saying, like, everywhere. In all cinema, books, TV, everything, it's, oh, this guy's going bad. Like, yeah. why can't someone go good? Well, I'm going to say, I think Kylo Ren is my favorite bad guy in the entire series. He's, yeah, I mean. Because he's that, he's the, the whiny, impulsive kid, but he's done in the correct way. Right. Is that. He's just unbridled tantrums and fits, but not in an obnoxious way at all like Anakin was. Right. Instead, he's terrifying because he's so powerful. The first time when he stops the blaster bolt in midair, yeah. I jumped out of my seat because I, I couldn't believe like what I was seeing on screen. Because it really, hadn't been, that must have been really annoying to the person sitting behind me <laughs> <in the> ear. <laughs> it just it just was so I, it was so unbelievable, but just because it's just not something that we've seen before. Yeah, yeah. Just suddenly he's like, we've seen Darth Vader. Darth Vader, yeah, bounced yeah. blaster bolts off of his hand. What's interesting? He stopped it in midair. What's interesting is Darth Vader is a fully realized villain because, like, he doesn't throw fits. Yeah, in the original trilogy. Um, now, obviously, Anakin threw fits, and and. As Darth Vader, he threw a fit at the end of Revenge of the Sith. 
yeah. when he's like, no, yeah. which was lovely. Um, but, uh, but my point is, you see Kylo Ren throwing his fits. Mm-hmm. So it's like, he's not, a, I wonder if in Last Jedi, if he's going to be more, like, dead inside. <laughs> like, I think so. It just, he's been, his, he's been chastened. Um, and so I think he's going to be a yeah. bit more subdued. Cause I, cause yeah, cause right. Cause they said he's going to be completing his training with Snoke. Yeah. So, which is weird because they also said that Snoke wasn't a Sith. Like somebody, yeah. somebody who, but he's, he, yeah, he obviously has some sort of force yeah. potential. So I don't know. But anyways, um, yeah. So I, I like that aspect of Kylo Ren that like, even though he's throwing the fits, it's not in the same way anyway. Like with Anakin, yeah, like it's, exactly. it's, um, yeah, it's more more in a dark way. But yeah. yeah. And going back to that whole scene with Darth Vader's helmet, that that scene right there told you this whole story. Yeah. Darth Vader's helmet is sitting in a pile of ashes. Yeah. You know where those ashes yeah. what those ashes are. And that right there, like, yeah, there could be some story about Darth Vader's like helmet being fetched from Endor and like finding its way through the black market or something until Kylo got anthology found film, the journey of Darth Vader's helmet. Yeah, <laughs> but I like to imagine that that he went to Endor itself. Yeah, and like found this helmet. Like he searched for it. Puts it on. What's this? <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Did I look awesome, Han? Dad. <laughs> <laughs> but there's this whole like story behind like him like going and finding the the helmet of his grandfather. Yeah, and that's something that also like I know that he said he meant, he said grandfather in that mm-hmm. his whole little monologue there. But that's something I think a lot of people forget is that he's the grandson yeah. of Darth Vader himself. Yeah, which also a unique aspect of Kylo Ren. Um, so Darth Vader was the father who went bad. Yeah. Kylo Ren is the son who goes bad. Yeah. And yeah, which is, you know, like, so yeah, like that, like that scene with, um, Han Solo in the end, mm-hmm. um, super touching, like, yeah. and like in a way that, cause how I actually, I interpreted, um, that scene on the bridge was Han actually like letting him kill him. Yeah. I feel the because, ways, like, I think the surprise on Han's face wasn't that his father, that his son killed him. It was no. just the, 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 the surprise of pain. I feel like he knew what Kylo was going yeah, to do. Yeah, I think he legitimately was thinking like, if this is what you need to do to stop being in so much pain, yeah, I'm gonna make that sacrifice for because you as your father. I know, especially because he had to be sort of like talked into it by Leia. Leia was like, no, like he needs you, and he realized what he needs from me is he yeah. needs to kill me in order to come yeah. back, and that shows that Which, right there shows you the complete. Like storyline of Han Solo. Yeah. So I know I hate on Han, but I actually yeah. like Han in that moment. Yeah. And if you think about it, the first time you see Han, he does to Greedo what is later done to him at the end. What do you like? What, just like out of the blue, surprisingly, oh, just puts a hole through somebody. Yeah. So he's. And, you know, it's, and it's Kylo Ren's like, how do you like it? <laughs> and Greedo, Greedo comes up from behind him like, yeah! yeah. <laughs> like, what? But sort of, you know, then him throwing out, a, a you know, a line of like, you know, hey, I've been waiting for this for a long time over to Kylo's. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to, you want to 
you want to help me out, Dad? Yeah, yeah. And then suddenly having yeah. an act of violence perpetuated. I mean, it, it's super dark. I mean, it's yeah. like to, but like, it's a really strange form of love to do that. Yeah. To be like, yeah, I know you need to be evil. Yeah. But if that's what you need. Yeah. So I, I know a lot of people may not agree with that interpretation, but yeah. because of that, but I, I think it's more touching and, and more believable and, and gives Han a lot of depth that, yeah. Cause I actually, I didn't, I, I, I really didn't like that Han went back to smuggling. Yeah. It was like, really? Like after all that, you just go back to smuggling? Like doesn't, yeah, that, but there's... doesn't that undo his hero's journey? No, because like, I, I mean, you look at it and it's, mind you, this is also 30 years later. Yeah. And what the Force Awakens showed, I can't remember if I mentioned this on a previous episode, was that in the, if you go back and look at the fan, or not the fan fiction, but the the <laughs> old extended universe, which is now <laughs> fan fiction. Don't start searching fan fiction. Yeah. Um, <laughs> pressed his lips against Kylo Ren. <laughs> whoa! Whoa, hello, whoa. Okay. Um. If you go back and look at the at the expanded universe, it was like, oh, everything's hunky dory. Luke gets his, himself a wife. Everything's great. Right. And then the Force Awakens comes out. It's like, no, everything's terrible. Leia yeah. and Han are divorced, and their kid's right. a bad guy. Yeah, yeah. And Luke's her hero journey yeah. is undone. And so exactly, he's he's, he's uh, hiding away because this terrible thing happened. Yeah, Every, there's it's it's like there was a glitch. Yeah, it was there was something terrible that happened that ruined. All three characters. Leia could no longer be the the leader that she needed to be yeah, in, like, in the Republic. She ended up abandoning the Republic, yeah. is on the fringe edges of the galaxy, leading a ragtag group. And yeah. we saw the entirety, they mentioned, that was the entirety of the Resistance Force. Yeah. There's like, what, 200 people there? Which is really interesting, because like, if you um, read up on what happens um, mm. before Force Awakens, uh, Mon Mothma basically kind of Okay, so she was uh, in charge of... She was the first one elected chancellor. Yes. After the Empire mm-hmm. yeah. uh, left. And then um, by the end of her term, they had voted to demilitarize yeah. um, the Republic because they had seen what happened with the Empire. Yeah. Um, in so doing, which led to the rise of the First Order. Yeah. Which is why the First Order is an actual presence. Like, yeah. it wouldn't make sense that the First Order exists without... Well, also, <laughs> the way that J.J. Abrams had put it was... Imagine if when the Nazis were defeated, instead of them being defeated and being put on trial, they instead fled to Argentina, which a bunch of them did. But imagine that group in Argentina started up a brand new Nazi party that was more extreme than the previous Nazi party. Right, right. And then they hid out there with nobody knowing that they're out there. And And if you read the Aftermath books, that's what the First Order does. The Emperor discovered ways into the unknown regions that are just this completely chaotic mess of like black holes and it's basically half of the star wars universe the half of space is this completely unexplored area because it's so dangerous he found a way through that into like the far edges of the unknown regions where the first order sat and built themselves up and it's only now that they've begun to step out of the unknown regions and are beginning to harass the edges of the galaxy and so the Republic's, like, throw, throwing money at the Resistance in secret mm-hmm. with, a, you know, not quite enough to raise anybody's awareness. And that's why the First Order decides that they're going to destroy the Republic, because they know that they're getting, the yeah. Resistance is getting funds. Which is going to make Last Jedi so interesting, mm-hmm. because the First Order steps out. They yeah. destroy the Republic. 
the resistance essentially destroys the first order. Yeah, that's they their destroy entire, their entire base. Their entire base. So think about and, it. And and their yeah. um, big huge. So so, th- so think about it. Yeah. Minus the important characters who are on different sides. Yeah. There are no sides anymore. Yeah. It's there's no republic. There's no uh, empire. First order like. Um, it's just they're both going to be ragtag groups. Yeah. For a whole galaxy. Yeah. And so, for the first time, you're not going to see um, one side trying to overtake the immensity of the other side. Yeah. It's just... Well, and again, with back to um, Aftermath, I think that the way that what they were showing in the, that series, because it showed, like, the rise of the, these, these pirate fleets, and there was, like, these pirate nations that were beginning to form. Yeah. And then, I think, they don't show it in the books, but, you know, 30 years, I imagine the Republic has slowly squashed those out. Well, now, basically, they were showing what happens when you don't have the order, the iron fist of the Empire in control. Well, now you no longer have this republic that's been ruling and keeping the galaxy safe. They're gone, and their enemy force that would be able to rise up in their place is also gone. There is no central power anymore. Yeah, which makes me excited, because will it be about, like, each side trying to gain favor from all the systems? And, like... Is it like a race to control the galaxy? Or That's a good question. Or like, do you let like, them all sort of? Will it be go their own way? Will it be an exploration of ideology? Will it be like yeah. this is the first order's ideology? We'll protect you with an iron fist. Yeah. Join us, and then the Republic's like, we'll do this for you. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it's all speculation. So I mean, it's probably pointless to speculate too much on it. But, no, but yeah, I, yeah, I, mean, I think. It, and there's been, there, there's been rumors that it's the rise of the underworld in this new the underworld yeah like what like Java well yeah <laughs> the criminal the cr- criminals and pirates and all that the yeah. rise of the underworld in the absence in this power vacuum yeah so which would so if there's so much crime everywhere then that would call for a new Jedi order oh but it's called the last Jedi yeah but currently and yeah. you know um. Yeah. So, real quick, who's your favorite character in Force Awakens? Hmm. It's probably Poe, isn't it? I think it's, I think it's, yeah, it's Poe. I mean, here's the thing. His machismo. I was expecting Poe to be sort of a Han Solo type. Yeah. But he wasn't. He wasn't at all. He was Instead, (laughs) yeah, he is, he is idealistic. He's fully dedicated to, um, the Resistance. He is a hotshot pilot, but in no way like an arrogant hotshot pilot. Right. When you see him fly in to save the day, he takes out, you can count it, yeah. in one single like continuous shot, he yeah. takes out eight TIE fighters yeah. and then without Finn, breaking a sweat. Then says, that's one hell of a pilot. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And he's just an all-around really great yeah. Charming now guy. he hasn't been given a chance to be given a lot of depth yet. Yeah, he doesn't really uh, have any depth. He's he is basically currently Wedge Antilles with a little bit more screen time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to see where he goes. Um, yeah. Uh, I think my favorite character is Finn. Yeah. Um, because just just the idea of being able to overcome conditioning. Yeah. And I mean, to stop being a stormtrooper. Yeah. Like in the first scene, he's in this battle and he can't handle it. Like the blood is uh, being scraped on his helmet yeah. from his fallen comrade. And 
he like snaps out of his conditioning and he's like, yeah. Oh, I can't I can't do this. Yeah. This isn't good. Like yeah. um it, which is another intriguing aspect that Force Awakens introduces into the Star Wars universe because as uh oh what was the guy's name? It was uh Jonathan McIntosh. Um mm-hmm. he did this big uh video on um like wait, stormtroopers can change? Yeah. That means all the stormtroopers you saw die in the previous films. Yeah. Like, so you're, you're giving well, some agency. Of those, well, yeah, yeah, you realize, oh, some of those guys were just trying to get free college. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, like, exactly, no, like, legitimately. Yeah. Like, like they yeah. had to join the Empire because they had to make ends meet. Well, like, but, I mean, look, look at Luke Skywalker. Luke Skywalker t- said, well, I hate the Empire. He was going to the Imperial Academy. Yeah. He yeah. was going to become an Imperial officer. Yeah. Who then would go on board the Death Star yeah. and somebody was going to blow him up. It's just the government. Yeah. I mean, so... so it makes, so it makes yeah, sense. So, that, so yeah. Like, um, and, yeah, which is why Force Awakens, um, it, introducing that provides a whole new layer in Star Wars that I'm actually really excited for. Because, again, it's about that ideology. Yeah. Um, can, like, it's not just, oh, this side's good, that side's bad. Which I think the previous Star Wars films relied a little too heavily on that kind yeah. of black and white, um, good versus evil, yeah, like, even the Force kind of thing. Uh, although Vader's the exception to that because he's redeemed. Yeah. Um, but yeah, continuing that theme of redemption, like in Vader, like Finn, um, not necessarily redeemed, but switches sides. Yeah. Um, well, three sides really, from First Order to himself. Yeah. To then, I guess, Resistance, though we don't actually see. Um, it doesn't seem to be tied directly yeah. to the resistance. So I wonder. So. I wonder where he goes from here. Yeah, because I mean, especially without Ray around, because like the only reason he went to the First Order base, Starkiller base, was to get Ray. Yeah, he wasn't going for any other. Yeah, so he was gonna like wake up and be like, "Hey, where's Ray? I'm ready for that yeah. kiss." Like, uh, oh, okay. Like really, like he was he he was like, "Oh yeah, I can absolutely go to Starkiller base and shut down your shields," but he just wanted a chance to get to Starkiller base to go find Ray. Right. Her. Yeah. So. Yeah, but anyways. Yeah. Um, yeah, so um, the people. What was I trying to say? Oh yeah, one thing I want to mention about the um, the Finn thing is um, so like, that aspect of like people changing. Yeah. Um, it, it it kind of puts in perspective how annoying the um, droids versus clones battle is yeah. in the war uh, for the prequels because that's such a cop out. It's yeah. like clones which you're not supposed to care about yeah and droids which you don't need to care about at all yeah kill each other and well that just shows that how the confederacy of systems was correct because they were just sending droids into fight yeah like we've talked about the the clone wars in the previous episode yeah um but yeah so like you don't get that you don't actually feel the ramifications of the war yeah exactly um which is i think is a, a lost opportunity in the prequels then again, you go and watch the Clone Wars, and they have they did this right. they, they did this entire trilogy they where they were like, it. they were introducing like all these clones and like how yeah. can you get along? And then in like one single shot, you watched like an entire like contingent of Y wings full of those clones that you just met and like started liking just get yeah. all blown up. You're <laughs> yeah. like, whoa, okay, yeah, yeah. So and which is why I like the Clone and Wars another, too. So but much. here's one of the the problems then with with them real, realizing that that stormtroopers can have agency. Yeah. He immediately, after being upset that he ended up, his friend ended up dying, mm-hmm. he immediately, when they're trying to flee 
the Star Destroyer, he unloads his cannons on the entire hangar bay, killing tons of stormtroopers. Yeah, like, weren't some, couldn't some of them been his friends? They probably like, were. What? And even if they weren't his friends, they're still, like, yeah. guys that were, you know... I think he was just scared. Yeah. And, and that's okay. Like, yeah. it doesn't make him a coward or anything. It's yeah. just, he's scared. He's stuck. And he's like, this is the only way. And, and maybe the guy who died wasn't even his friend. Maybe just the act of a guy dying in front of him and being yeah. in a battle is what snaps him out of this conditioning. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, he's scared. It's a, and it's a he, pretty awful conditioning. If every single time anybody <laughs> like dies in front of yeah, anybody yeah. else, they just snap out. But that's, <laughs> that's what makes, that's what makes fans so great. It's so unique. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, and that, oh yeah, and, that, and that's Finn's hero's journey. He starts yeah. out as just like this scared guy yeah. who becomes heroic, tries to rescue Ray. Well, um, yeah. I mean, you could walk through the exact hero's journey with him, um, yeah. meeting with the goddess as him meeting, um, meeting Ray for the first time and, mm-hmm. um, his initial refusal of the call. Yeah. 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 He actually follows the complete hero's journey. Yeah. Again, that's an episode we're going to have to cover. Yeah. Um, okay. So... We've already talked about some clues in Force Awakens. Yeah. About what The Last Jedi is about. Um, I had a thought the okay. other day. Yeah. Uh, so Last Jedi, um, I think it really does mean the last of the Jedi ideology. Mm-hmm. Like, there's not going to be any more Jedi, period. Like, it's not just like, this is The Last Jedi, it's Luke Skywalker. No, this is The Last Jedi, period. Yeah. Like, ever that you will ever see ever. Yeah. Um, and here's why I think that. So force awakens the name, the force awakens. Yeah. It's really unique among all seven films for the sagas. Mm-hmm. Here's why. Uh, all previous six names represent people mm-hmm. or organizations of people. Yeah. Phantom menace. That's the so- um, yeah, Sid, Palpatine, maybe Maul, but yeah, probably more Palpatine. No. Yeah. Um, uh, Attack of the Clones, that's the organization of the Republic yeah. attacking. You know, Revenge of the Sith, again, mm-hmm. Anakin and Palpatine. Yeah. New Hope, obviously Luke. Yeah. Uh, Empire Strikes Back, Empire, Return of Jedi, Luke. Yeah. Uh, and then Force Awakens, the Force. Yeah. The Force isn't a character. Yeah. It's not an organization. Yeah. It's the force. Yeah. And so now look at what the titles do um, when they go back and forth. Phantom Menace starts with the Sith, and then the opposite, the Republic, yeah. is the focus, Attack of the Clones. Yeah. A New Hope starts with, you know, hey, this rebellion is really yeah. catching steam, and yeah. then Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. So the and force then, and then return of the Jedi back to good, then the Force Awakens, Force Bad, Force Bad. Oh well, no, and the last Jedi, Jedi good. <laughs> no, these are contained within the trilogies. <laughs> okay, so so you start with the Force Awakens. Yeah. So you think about the Force as like now you're thinking about it as like an embodiment that has direction. You know, there there is the will of the Force. Yeah. So what is its opposite? That is that is lashing back at it. The Last Jedi. Okay. So the Jedi way. Yeah. Um, or, or the Sith way, you could say, mm-hmm. too. Like, so I, I, it was just an interesting thought I had. Like, so Force Awakens, you're bringing the Force as, like, a central character then. Yeah. 
and then The Last Jedi, which you don't think a, a second film would be called The Last Jedi because that sounds very, like, third film sounding. Yeah. It's um, very final. Which, again, may just be because of the rhyme scheme. They're doing, like, Empire and Return as one. Yeah. Um, which, again, was nine movie. But, um, but, yeah, so, like, it's its opposite is maybe the Jedi way entirely, The Last Jedi. Yeah. Um, and so maybe there's going to be Maybe Luke still has hope for the Jedi yeah. way, and Ray's like, no, because it happened. One thought that I had for the name of the Last Jedi is it's plural, which we know right. because yes. of the foreign languages. But what if it's not referring to Luke because he is no longer a Jedi? Like he's renounced being a Jedi because mm-hmm. he failed to start this Jedi Academy. Yeah. What if he and Ray go and find? The Last Jedi, who are like a lost tribe, maybe. But would they be Jedi? I mean, if if they were Jedi who were like cut off from the rest of the galaxy for thousands yeah. of years, yeah, that could be. So that would be like really interesting. Or would they be the Knights of Ren? Well, no. So um, the Knights of Ren, I think they're going to be showing up. Like all, like yeah. that whole crew that was hanging out with with Kylo in, in, in the Force vision. vision, yeah, which fascinates me. Like I want to see who these Knights of Ren are. Yeah, like they're just referenced. And Kylo Ren is the leader of the Knights of Ren. Yeah, but is he the founder? Did he name the Knights of Ren after his right. false last name, or did he name, or did he take he name yeah. himself after the Knights yeah. of Ren? But he's their leader. I bet I they're like, like an awesome boy band. Yeah. He was like, we're the Knights of Red. Knights of Red! Thank you, Miami! Uh, And so, the... I want to see the Knights of Ren show up and be, like, a terrifying force. Like, maybe, like, the big final battle of... of... I was about to say Empire. um, Of The Last Jedi. Yeah. Is going to be, like, Rey and Luke versus the Knights of Ren. This really cool, like, battle between, like, these... All I would really love fantastic. to see Luke as just like a complete master of the force. Yeah, like he's just like force pushing people left and right. Like, yeah, he's not even trying. Yeah. Well, there was rumor that that part of the original original script for Force Awakens, when they finally found like it, it it's mentioned that Luke wasn't going to be in most of the movie. Yeah, but then when they finally find him, he's basically like sort of like unbound, like. He had locked himself away because he had become too powerful in the Force. And it was sort of, like, loose, yeah. running loose in him. And that basically when they find him, he's, like, sitting there, like, floating in the air with, like, <laughs> rocks swirling around him. He was just sort of, like, this entity. He was no longer even, like, human. Luke Skywalker unchained. Yeah. <laughs> Going back and killing his previous masters. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, yeah. I, so, yeah, seeing Luke as, like, a complete master would be awesome. Yeah. That'd be pretty cool. Um, also, the name the, the Last Jedi showed up in yeah, Force Awakens yeah, in the opening crawl in reference to Luke. Yeah, in reference to Luke. Yeah. Um, so that that kind of shoots. Yeah, down my, I wonder. My thought about so here's a thought: like people think that Kylo Ren's gonna be redeemed and Rey's gonna go to the dark side. Yeah. What if there is an actual conflict between Rey and Luke? Yeah. And like an ideological conflict. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and so. Luke is trying to impose his Jedi way, and that's what makes Rey, like, um, what's my train of thought? Um, that's what turns her to... Yeah, like, she, well, not necessarily dark side, just her own side. Yeah. Um, and, 
gosh, what was I going to say? I don't know. I don't know. It's a mystery. I just, all the thoughts left. Yeah. I just got so gaga over Luke Skywalker. And I just, <laughs> I couldn't even concentrate. Where do you see Leia yeah. going from? from I don't know. Like, um, where do you, like, I think that she's going to be more dedicated to going after her son. And I also don't think that she's going to be as tied to the resistance. Yeah. Because I think that, like, she's going to sort of see, like, there is... Or is she going to lead the, like, diplomacy effort to try to gain systems to maybe the Republic? Yeah. Be like, hey, Republic systems that just saw the the capital get blown up, maybe you should come join me. Maybe you should take these guys seriously. Yeah. That's true, too. She could do something like that. And then she could be like, hey, Finn, come along with me. You're going to, you know... You're going to go around with me and you're going to show that the, not all Stormtroopers So Leia bad. is the mentor figure to Finn. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's because the second film is a mentor. Yeah. And, and then BB-8 is a mentor to Poe. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, there's some rumor that some of the BB-8 units in, uh, there'll be other BB-8 units in The Last Jedi who are all sort of like old and falling apart. And I don't know why. And I don't know in what context, but they were saying that there was like some secret shots of these droids that are yeah. weird little falling apart droids. So, uh, yeah. I think I, okay. I remember what I was going to Okay. We're, we're back. All right. We're back in my thoughts in my head, the okay. head thoughts, thoughts in head. Okay. Uh, so, uh, the, the, the disagreement Ray will have with Luke is that like Luke will be imposing this Jedi way and she'd be like, no, like the, you're just creating extremes. Yeah. So, like, when people say, like, the Force, the Force Awakens, and I think it references Rey in a way, because yeah. Snoke is like, there's an awakening in the Force. Yeah. Right. Um, the Force itself is saying, stop having these, like, hard sides. Mm-hmm. So, like, we're seeing Force Awakens, um, the sides of First Order and Republic cease to exist. Yeah. By the end of it. And so maybe the, the, that pushback of the second film title, Last Jedi... It's, it's the force itself represented by Rey yeah. up against the last Jedi, which is the Jedi way. Yeah. And so it's, it's her turning away from that and saying, because the extremes just create war and conflict and, yeah. and the force just wants everyone to be connected, like all living beings. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Those are my thoughts. Thanks. Now watch the trailer completely ruin everything I yeah. just said. Like, 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 like dialogue for dialogue. It's yeah. like, and at the end of it, they're like, also, Gabe was wrong. Like, <laughs> like what? Oh. Uh, it's going to yeah. show the very, the very, it's going to show the very last scene from Force Awakens when she like holds up a lightsaber. Yeah. And then suddenly Luke's going to whip out a red lightsaber. Oh. Like, and they're going to. No, like, I bet Luke just like calmly like walks up to her. I just slaps it out of her hand. He's like, bah! and then runs away. Like, ha ha! Well, he's right on the, on the cliff. He could like walk up to her and like, reach out like he's gonna take well, it from her hand, and then just like hurl it over his shoulder into the ocean. <laughs> so okay, like, so if it's a rhyme scheme, right? Wouldn't that mean that Luke would have to behave erratic like Yoda did when Luke first met him? Because yeah. Yoda's like this crazy old guy. He's like, Rrr! and Mark Hamill <laughs> so, can pull that off. Oh yeah, I mean he was the voice of the Joker, yeah. so yeah. <laughs> he's just <laughs> he's just like. Well, he starts, like, using the exact same lines yeah, like yeah. the Yoda did. Like, out of context. Like, for yeah. no reason, he's like, oh, wars not make one great. And Ray's like, like, okay, sure. Uh, 
I agree. Like, <laughs> you can't get your ship out. What do you mean? It's right there. It's, like, it's safely landed. Like, what? <laughs> I cannot teach him. She's like, who's <laughs> him? Who's him? <laughs> uh, okay, so. All right, I think we've gone on long enough. Let's. About Force Awakens. Yes. Those are our thoughts, and um, by the time you're listening to this, maybe you already know that we're completely wrong. Yeah, because good bet, because you probably some people take a few days. Yeah, last year that trailer already came out. Exactly. And then they'll listen to us and be like, "These guys are idiots." So let's go ahead and do some trivia. All right. All right. You're 26. I'm at 24. Yep. You're gonna get all these wrong. No. Here we go. Oh no. Who is shown? Carrying no, actually, who is shown? Period. Dave. Damn it! <laughs> All right, who is shown carrying on a convention conversation? <laughs> Start over. <laughs> Just this up. Okay. Who is shown carrying on a conversation with Co Bibble while seated in a quirky walking chair? That would be Newt Gunray. Yeah. I really, like really underrated character. I, I like that I'm chair. A, I'm a a nudophyte. I'm a sealed bibliophile. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Who predicts that Anakin Skywalker will become even more powerful than Master Yoda? Who predicts that Anakin mm-hmm. will be? Mm-hmm. Um, Qui Gon. Emperor Palpatine. I can see why you'd say it's Qui-Gon. Oh, uh, yeah. But, yeah, Emperor's talking to Anakin. Yeah. And right. he's like, I have to see you will become the most powerful Jedi. Even a little, a little yeah. And, yep. and Anakin's like, thanks, real dad. Like, he's like <laughs> what? <laughs> Get away from me. He's like, I went and got, I went and did an ancestry thing. Yeah. Like, it, look, DNA I, came look, back positive. Look, I already took care of the paperwork. You adopted me. What? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, who is the first rebel to hop aboard a speeder bike? Uh, Leia. Yes. Yeah. Because he's like, wait, Leia, go! Wait, wait. Um, you mean in his awesome... Wait, Leia! <laughs> sure. Okay, who blasts Darth Vader's wingman in the Death Star's trench? Uh, it's Han Solo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Technically, it was it was Chewbacca, but I knew that the answer was going to be because they're they, the cards don't care who it was. There was yeah. Plus, no one gives Chewbacca credit. Exactly. They didn't give him a medal. Yeah. Okay, that actually really upsets me. And I yeah. I, did, I did a Facebook post about this. Like, yeah. Han Solo just strolls in at the last minute and gets a medal, but Wedge yeah. Antilles, who was there during the whole battle, doesn't get a medal. Yeah, and but Chewbacca had... doesn't get a medal. Yeah, it's messed up. Yeah. Okay. Uh, who is shown tra- uh, traveling between Camino and Geonosis using a hyperspace transport ring? Traveling between where? Camino uh, and Geonosis. That would be Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah, he's the only one shown yeah. traveling between Camino and Geonosis, so yeah. the rest of the question was useless. All right, uh, which movie features the first appearance of Thai Bombers? Thai Bombers first appeared in Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. All right, you missed one. I did miss one. So, oh, yeah. 26 plus 5, I believe, is 31. No. Yeah, that's true. Okay. All right. Do me. <laughs> Get it? 
How many stormtroopers board the Millennium Falcon after Han Solo asks, Can you give us a hand with this? Uh, two. Correct. What is Luke Skywalker told he will be once Yoda dies? Uh, I, I want to say The Last Jedi. Hold on, let me, let me pick the quote out of my brain. Um, when Yoda dies, what will he be? Uh, does Yoda say it? There's only one. Read the question again. What is Luke Skywalker told he will be once Yoda dies? I just wonder if it's something vague, like the last hope or the last... I can't get this quote in my brain. Um, I'll just say Last Jedi. Last of the Jedi. The last of the Jedi. You would be... Yeah, there's the quote. Yep. Okay, good. Yep. So, that means that The Last Jedi is mentioned in two separate yeah. Star Wars films. I bet they're just going to string us along. Yeah. And like, Last who Jedi. Last but, Jedi yeah, yeah. Who is it? And then, and then episode who nine will it? come around and be like, who's the Last Jedi? Yeah. I'm like, the world may never know. <laughs> and it's really just a, just the, like the universe like messing with Luke. Yeah. Luke's like, I get it. I'm the last one. Who awakens from major surgery and trashes the operating room in a fit of anger? Classic Darth Vader. Yeah. It's actually not classic Vader. It's classic Anakin. So it's like, yeah. is he, is he, Anakin? did he like switch back to Anakin in that moment? And he's like, just for <laughs> yeah, just for a moment. Just one last cry. Uh, in addition to the Chancellor and Anakin, who does Palpatine fear the Jedi will kill once they hear of Mace Windu's death? Okay, sorry, read it again. In addition to the Chancellor and Anakin, who does Palpatine fear the Jedi will kill once they hear of Mace Windu's death? Uh, that's weird. Uh, kill... Uh, I want to say Padme, but I mean, it's going to that really makes sense. Padme. Senators. The senators as a whole? Yeah, or the Senate, but it says senators. So it's... That's a really dumb question, because it's like, I guess, once, I guess I'm the, making... I think he says once the senators hear of um, Mace Windu's death, the Jedi will come for them next, or something like that. I can't remember the exact line, but... That's weird. Yeah. Well, because the question's like, because the question said like who. Yeah. And for some reason, I'm assuming that means a singular person. Yeah, but I no 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 I'm not, I'm not arguing. I'm not, who? No no yeah. no. You're fine. I'm not arguing. I'm yeah. Not, I'm not gonna say half point or anything. Yeah. We're done with half points. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's just okay. No, that's yeah. Fine. Go on. Okay. Um. What does Han Solo refer to when he gasps? It ain't there. It's totally blown away. What's he referred to? Yeah, what's he talking about? It's kind of PG-13. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, sorry, PG-13. <laughs> what does Han Solo refer to when he gasps, it ain't there, it's been totally blown away? That's what she said. Um, <laughs> Do you want me to read it again? <laughs> Third time. Uh, all they're on. Yes. Okay. Uh, finally... How many arms dangle from the base of the Imperial probe droid on Hoth? Ooh, good question. Um, oh, gosh. I want to say four. It could be five. Is it the fifth one? Just chilling in the middle, I think. I'm trying to get... For some reason, my gut is telling me five. It is... Six. 
It is five. Yes! Yeah. Okay. That was the one I was actually expecting to miss. I figured you'd get all of them except yeah. that one. Okay, so I just missed that Padme one. Yes. So, uh, so you also missed Senators one. Senators one. So yeah. I'm at 29, you're at 31. That's right. I've been like two behind like the entire time. I know. Pudu. In the words of the wise Sebulba, Pudu! <laughs> all right, so thank you for listening to this. Oh, wait, no, wait. Hey! Oh, what? It's my moment to shine. We got a Snoke theory. We got a Snoke theory. We got a brand new Snoke it's hot, theory. Right, it's hot off the presses. Hot off the presses. All right. Okay. Extra, extra. <laughs> All right. So what is your Snoke theory? Okay. This one is gold. Okay. Okay. Check it. All right. Ready? Yep. What is Snoke spelled backwards? Econs. Econs sounds like the word recon. Okay, stay with me. Uh-huh. Recon. Which Star Wars characters are known for recon? Bothans. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Who comments on many Bothans dying to bring us this information? Mon Mothma. Oh. Therefore, Mon Mothma is Snoke. Yeah. And it makes total sense because as leader of the New Republic, as we discussed earlier yeah. in this podcast, after the Empire goes away. Yeah. She's actually the new Palpatine. She was playing both sides of the war. So she was playing the First Order and the Republic being against each other. And they destroyed each other. Yeah. And yeah, so I'm telling you, we're going to see my mother. I believe it. I think it's the the only logical conclusion. Yeah. I don't know why anyone else didn't see that connection. Alright, so now, thank you. Now we're actually done. Yes, now we're actually done. So thank you for listening. Uh, Make sure to go over on our Facebook page. We're always posting up um, Star Wars dank memes. Dank memes? Dank. They're so dank. The I, I love the Vader puns video. The Vader puns was actually really funny. It was amazing. Yeah, it's incredible. Uh, so good. Um, we'll be posting up the uh, Last Jedi trailer as soon as it goes up. We'll yeah. post that over there. Let's just post it like every day. Oh yeah. Just every day. Unless, unless it turns out the trailer is just we'll complete get, garbage. We'll get so many likes. Just all the likes. Just like us. Love us. Please. Please love us. Um, so thank you, and uh, we will see you next time. I killed them. I killed them all. They're dead. Every single one of them. And not just the podcast, but the listeners and the fans, too. They're like animals, and I slaughtered them like animals. I hate them. Oh, fans.